Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams. And on this second episode of the success series, we have the one and only Samantha Rosine. How's it going, Samantha? It's going good. Are you excited to be on the show? I am very excited. You know, Sam, Samantha was actually saying she didn't know if she had been on the show before, which she has, but this is the first time Samantha has come on to talk about fitness and health and mindset. To give you a background on Samantha, we met five years ago. And when we had met, she actually wasn't in the fitness industry. You were you had run some mm-hmm. marathon or half marathons, was yep. it? And and you were doing other things. And then when we actually started our entrepreneurship career, we went to Des Moines. We went to start a company, which ultimately had failed for good reasons, and then went in a different direction. But then you walked into a gym, I remember, and you got a job. You were at the front desk, and that was the rest. The rest was history. Five years of training and learning. And, and health and fitness and in the last year just traveling the country for success in your city Samantha and I I mean she's literally held us accountable for fitness for health for eating right and for everything with the show and she's gonna share some hacks on how we've been able to do that while traveling because I know a lot of people the biggest problem they have is they can't find the time to work out or while traveling it's difficult to stay on track so I guess to start off Sam first off talk about the your first five years, your journey, just your background and getting into this space and, and what you've learned. Yeah, so I like to think um, it was an accident <laughs> <laughs> um, because I was I didn't have that purpose and passion when we first moved to Des Moines, although I was helping you build your company. Yeah. Um, and so when I walked into the gym, I was like, wow, like this is a great environment. I was really inspired by the owner of the gym. And so I was like, I'm going to ask her, you know, if she uh, has any job openings. So a couple weeks later, I was working behind the desk and it wasn't, personal training wasn't something that I was like, oh, I need to do that. You know, it was just being in that environment and watching all these people come in and watching her train which inspired me to move forward with personal training. So that's kind of how I got into it. And uh, I was learning a lot myself. I still am learning a lot. But first five years, I worked for her and I started uh, my own business, SR Fitness, which started as home training. And one of my good friends was my first client and I was so happy. Uh, and now I kind of do some online things, but really just digging into something new this year. Yeah. So I'm really excited to share that soon. So, so get, going back to when you started, you did classes. Yes. So you were t- what? What kind of classes were you going through in at the gym? Like what? What was I? Well, yeah. What were some? Of the, yeah, teaching. So it was a, a lot of small group training based. Um, and then I was doing one-on-one training also, but we were downtown. So we had a lot of the corporate people coming in and they loved the class atmosphere as did I. 
Um, and yeah, that was really fun. I actually miss that job a lot, you know, just those people and yeah, the classes. Um, the I remember classes. going in and they were so hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was always challenging, which, and there was every, you know, different level of fitness in each class. So that was really cool because people were inspired by other people and people would cheer each other on and everyone would complete the class at the end of the day. So it was it, it's it, it's amazing when you have accountability and you have people that are there to support you and push you to go further. I mean, that's why coaches are so powerful. Right. Without them, it, you're you're not going to push yourself to your max. And and a lot of people are probably wondering what is everybody has a different routine in fitness in their yes. own routine. What is yours? Before we jump into just different tips for people, what's your regular exercise routine and and what you follow on a weekly, monthly basis? Right. So. It's always changing. Um, I used to do, I started, when I first started training, uh, I did a lot of strength training and I loved the muscle that I was building. It was so cool, like how you go from, you know, not having any muscle and then all of a sudden you have these death defined arms and you can squat and it was really cool. So um, a while back, I, I just did like the basic three sets of 20 and then I did some hit uh, cardio a lot more cardio than I do now um, and then like for my I guess it kind of changes like for yeah. the wedding I did super lightweight um, I remember that you high were, reps yeah I was doing a lot of cardio uh, on the bike no running or anything but I would get like 45 minutes cardio in every day because I was like this is my wedding you know I think every woman kind of goes through that phase and now t uh, today I do about five or six days. I've been doing really heavy, as you know. We've been yeah. doing that together. So four sets of like six reps. It's insane. It's yeah. like it, it gets you going. I know. I'm like on paper, it looks like okay, that is not gonna do anything, but it really has like built onto what we had before, and I really love that. But now I'm kind of back at the phase of getting back into like the yeah. high reps, low weight, just because as a woman. I, it's hard to have really like, I don't know, not bulky muscles, but like I look in the mirror and I'm like, I, I just want to tone it down a little bit, but then I miss lifting really heavy. I think yeah. it's always like up and down for me, but it, it's been, it's been cool to see over the past, I'd say three years specifically through your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, going to different levels from doing the heavy lifting to the cardio and, no. and you've learned so much. So it, it's allowed you to be able to help other people at different uh, situations that they're in. So looking at somebody that's listening right now, if they are looking to accomplish their goals in fitness, what is the starting point? Because there's a lot of mindset behind this. Mm -hmm. And the problem we see is a lot of people have these expectations. They see people on social media and they, they don't know where to start themselves. So where's the starting point for somebody in the health fitness arena? Right. So I think it all depends, but I always start out by just telling them to start walking. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that we, it's just like the whole drinking water thing. Like it's right in front of us. Um, start walking or start moving in some kind of way, whether that's just, you know, playing with your kids or yeah. whatever. Um, this would be somebody that hasn't really got into fitness yet. Yes. If they're wanting to yes. start. And I think it's um, a huge, I think everyone sets these unrealistic goals because they see the Instagram and they see yeah. everything. And if they can just step back 
and and figure out what's best for them, then they have a lot better chance of succeeding in that specific goal. Um, and it the the best part of moving every day, whether that's just walking, is that you're just so much happier, and the energy that you get from those movements is something that is addicting. You know, it's it like is this is, and then when you turn it into a habit. You start, you know, maybe from walking to doing band work. Um, there's so many things out on the internet. There's so many people on Instagram that do show you what you can do. So I really, there's no excuse for it. Or even reaching out to someone to help train you. Um, but yeah, start by walking and do the, the things that, you know, are more like, you feel like they're not really going to do anything like band work, but it's some, it's just it's getting your, yeah, your muscles um, moving and then you can move on to like so, something a little bit more difficult. So what would be the next step? So that's a beginner stage of somebody getting into it. Let's say they're going to the more moderate stage where they're starting to get to the gym. Mm -hmm. What's a good, uh, just lesson for them to understand how to take on the gym without getting the, Oh man, this is too much. And they, they quit because which happens a lot. How, what's your advice for them for going into the next level? Right. Well, I always think you should, um, talk to someone who is a professional, especially when it comes to muscle splits and machines, because there's, there's machines out there that you can do. And it seems very like easy because you sit down, you do an overhead press with it. But if you're, you know, if your traps are flaring up or, you know, you'll be hurt and you won't get the, if you don't get the movement right, you're not working the muscle. So I guess if, if it is going into the next step, I would definitely recommend like talking to someone as a professional, um, a trainer, a trainer, and they'll help you. I know a lot of gyms help you kind of get familiar with the equipment. And I think that's really important. I think don't be scared. Ask people around you. I think everyone in the gym is there, um, on the same mission. There are some people that shouldn't, yeah. Just don't talk to them. <laughs> um, but I think just really familiarizing yourself with the equipment and having someone um, help you or a partner or a friend or someone just to kind of get the basics down. I think that's really important. So what has fitness done for you just in terms of you as a person, how it's helped you? Oh, man. My attitude. No. Yeah. <laughs> My attitude. Yes. No. No, I really – I. When I started lifting, it it really helped me with my past and getting past the I am not worthy, I am not enough phase in my life. And I think that when I got into the gym and really pushed myself, it was because I would think about the awful past I had and how sad and angry I was and moving forward forward and running towards all this happiness and strength is what really helped me overcome that and and I still to this day like it fitness if I didn't work out I don't think I would be you know as passionate and as purposeful in life it's it's your fuel you look at your past mm -hmm. it's it's a fuel to take the gym all that energy negative energy yeah. into the workout and even like you know, and I'm just not feeling it. I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. And it's, you know, it's like 20 yeah. minutes later, like, okay, who is she? You're a different person. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's also, I mean, it's proven. This is the gym. We both love going to the gym. It's it's allowed us to 
just have our sanity. Mm -hmm. But it's proven when you work out and exercise that there's a certain component of your brain that ignites and actually causes creativity and productivity and it makes you a happier person and mm -hmm. people that struggle with depression or other areas it, it does fight that so fitness is i say like a drug in itself and also it's your own time yeah having time for yourself and that's a big thing and you talk about how a lot of people they don't take time for their self mm -hmm. and fitness is one of those things right now and, yeah and it's I think when even when I first started, like going to the gym was so overwhelming and it was like a chore. But that just means you have to find something that, you know, aligns with your happiness, whether that's kickboxing or uh, yoga, like any kind of movement for yourself, if you're not doing it now, will make you much, much happier. Well, it's also switching it up. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember when we were in Scottsdale, you were doing the biking class. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you did that. We did. Uh, we, we climbed the mountain uh, camelback a few times. Yep. So we, we, we tried different things. It wasn't always just gym, gym, gym. We switched it up. Mm -hmm. So we didn't plateau. Yes. So let's go into the food side of things because I know that's a big component. Yes. I mean, you could go to the gym all day, but if you're not eating right or uh, have some kind of balance or, or different kind of diet, then it's going to be difficult to see the results. So what, what has been some things you've applied in your eating routine and diet to, to help you stay at the level you're at? Yes, so I'll kind of talk about a story um, of mine. When we were um, just moving to Florida, I was just drinking a lot and uh, eating Chick-fil-A a lot. <laughs> like I love, I would like hide in my car, like going to Chick-fil-A like twice a day. I was so, I don't know, I, I wasn't very happy. Um, so I just overate and, but yeah, I was still working out all the time. Like that was still my thing. I was still going to the gym. I was still pushing myself. Um, and it wasn't until like two years ago, actually, like exactly. Yeah. Um, I just, I was just so unhappy with who was in the mirror and I was like, you know, what am I doing wrong? Like I'm working out. And then I just was like, you need to stop lying to yourself. You're eating completely bad. And that's when I started um, a new thing uh, with just whole foods. And I went into a calorie deficit, which means, you know, you're eating a lot less calories every single day to try and lose weight, you know. Yeah. And that is kind of the turning point of me losing 20 pounds of fat. 20 pounds. 20 like, pounds. I still don't even... I didn't know where the 20 pounds... 20 I know. pounds. I mean, I look at pictures now and I'm like, okay, I can see it. It's just... You could just tell, like, my skin was just unhappy. And, um, and I, like, even today when I, like, do step on the scale, not that I do it often, but it's like, gosh, where did... Like, it's still... I'm still maintaining. Yeah. Um, but it was because I, I took two months, two to three months in a calorie deficit, and I just focused on whole foods. You know, I didn't indulge. But I, I know that that was a goal of mine, and I wanted to commit to it. And I knew it wouldn't be lifelong um, to stay at that amount of calories. You know, I went from eating like 3,000 to like 1,300, you know. That's huge. Yeah. And I, I, today I eat about 2,000. So it's like once I got to um, my goal of weight, that's when I started to build on my muscle. Um, but it took, you know, three months to shred what I didn't want. And, um, a lot of people are like, oh, you look 
great both ways and that's great but internally I was just not happy I didn't like who I saw in the mirror and so for me that was um, my turning point and then I started building on my muscle and I started lifting heavier and I noticed um, that like I stayed the same weight pretty much um, but I was just eating more mindfully yeah. and I was eating um, all, everything I ate was aligned with my goals. And then it it wasn't so bad when I was eating 85% healthy, like having my waffles and my a Chick-fil-A milkshake every once yeah. in a while, but it wasn't every day. Um, so I just, I think everyone should focus on, you know, what are you eating? Is it aligned with your, with your long-term goal? Is it realistic? Yeah. Um, and I always tell people to add something first, like, if you're new to um, healthy eating, like you should be getting your 75 to 100 ounces of water in every single day, um, which actually helps with cravings. I mean, it helps with Keeps brain function. Keeps you feel function. more full. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and I don't really like to say more full because like people think, oh, then I don't need to eat as much because you still need to feel your body, you know? Yeah. It's just with those cravings of snacking and, um, and all of that, but... Uh, so I always tell them to add the water and once they get that habit down, then start adding your fruits and vegetables and it's so much easier to add things. And then once you get that down, you can start taking away things like don't just take everything away overnight because you're not going to yeah. feel happy. You're going to feel like you're taking things that once did make you happy away. And that's just not a good outcome for anyone. You know, over the past three years, you've, you went in spurts. I mean, you've done challenges where you haven't drank alcohol for a month at a time mm -hmm. you've done I, which i can't believe you went a whole year without eating meat yep you did that and now you do eat meat yes um <laughs> what what is just given say your diet now regular routine of work for what you eat right um so i'll just kind of go through a, a day of my on track meal um <laughs> so to that like about two thousand calories um, I usually, I try and hit like 200 grams of carbs, like 150 grams of protein and about 50 grams of fat. Um, and so what my morning, you know, meal would be is egg whites, um, with, uh, some sprinkled cheese. And then I would have two Eggo blueberry waffles with some <laughs> light syrup. They are amazing. Yeah. And I know people are like, what? Like syrup and waffles, but I've done so many tests on my body that I was able to change my nutrition like hundreds of times to get to the point where I can have this many calories um, of carbs. And some people don't eat any carbs, which is great for them if that works. But for me, I would cut your head off. <laughs> she um, would. <laughs> but so that would be my breakfast. Um, and then like 25 ounces of water. And then I would go into, it depends when I work out. Um, but my post-workout meal is always protein shake and two rice cakes. Um, that carb to protein ratio is really important to build muscle. Um, and then I would have for lunch, you know, I would have like a chicken salad wrap um, and some sweet potatoes. Yeah. And um, dinner would be like chicken and brown sugar carrots. Brown sugar. Those are amazing, are by very, the way. Yeah. She makes them for us a lot. They are so good. But like for the brown sugar, it's... Sugar. It's balanced you know? though. I mean, moderation. Yeah. It's like 50 grams 
of carbs. So you have to take that into consideration. Not that I eat the whole portion. Um, and then maybe some rice and then like some halo top at night, but, or a yogurt or something like that. But I try, I don't like exactly count my macros, but I know what my body needs. And I think that's testing. Have, Have you, have you fasted before? I have. I think I did a lot of fasting. Did you do it in Florida? Yes. I did. Um, well, how, what was the experience like for me, for you? Uh, okay. So that's when I kind of lost all that weight. Um, but I would eat from like noon to six, noon to seven. And um, I look back, I don't think it was like the healthiest way to do things, you know, yeah. but I was like so motivated to kick off all that extra weight that I had gained from eating the way I did and drinking the way I did. Um, but I really, I did love it. Um, right. I just love food. So like for me to wake up, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to like wait till noon. Like I want my waffles and my eggs right now when I wake up. So, but I do, there is a lot of science out there that it is amazing and I've done it. It's very, I was successful with it. Um, but it also, it's hard because we like to go out to eat at night on date night, you yeah. know, and like, so then you overthink it and then it becomes like, kind of like obsessive, like, oh, we have to do date night at 4 PM, Yeah. you know? So I think it just depends on, um, on, on your goals and what you're doing. I, I will say, uh, I mean, I've been fasting quite a bit and it's been somewhat on and off, yeah. but I feel like for me, because I, I mean, you know, I used to love breakfast, mm-hmm. omelet, everything yeah. else. And and going and taking away my breakfast, like what? You're taking away my breakfast? Right. And I, so going and what I would do, and which I've been doing this week too, is not eating. So going to bed, you go to sleep and you wake up. And the problem is when you work out in the morning and you don't have mm-hmm. the food and, and afterwards it's more difficult. But for me, not eating until the 1130 to 1.30 range, I feel more energy. I have more energy and more alertness yeah it takes time to get used to but it, it's been able, it's a great way to cut yeah i feel like but is it something that i want to always continuously do no like there's sometimes if we're going on vacation i yeah. want to obviously <laughs> have a great breakfast yeah but i feel like fasting has been a great way to cut weight to maintain but also to boost my productivity level yeah it's definitely a great way to do all those things so let's go into the mindset so all this you have your health you have your fitness going to the gym, eating right, what are some mindset hacks or just ways you've been able to do it? Because you have to have the right mindset going into this. You have to have strategies. I mean, obviously it's good to have somebody like yourself to hold somebody accountable Mm -hmm. and push them. But just some things you personally, just, and maybe they're random. I mean, everybody has their own random things of doing things for mindset. I know music in the gym is a big way to push you. Eminem in your ear or NF. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're just so afraid to be who we are. And I think that, um, we, we, we don't go after what our main goals are because of the judgment of others. And I think it's so sad and it, it's so frustrating because when you go into a gym and you're new or you're starting a program and you don't have that support from your family members or from your friends and you just, it's almost like exhausting to ask for help. I think it's, it's, a huge reason why we don't fulfill our dreams. And so I think that for mindset, just being inspired for yourself and being your number one fan and being the one 
person that believes in you um, and proving to others that you are committed, you are going to start this new lifestyle. Um, I think that's so important. And yeah. just finding that group of people that supports you. Oh, that's all good stuff. I mean, who, who supports you and also... Like for us, we've been able to hold each other accountable. I know mm -hmm. I go into last year, so traveling the country, a lot of people are like, how do you guys still get in the gym and, yeah. and make it a priority? And I mean, there will be times, a lot more times, like, hey, I didn't want to go to the gym, but because you want to go, I went and vice yeah. versa and hold each other accountable. What, what's been something just throughout the, the whole year traveling? Because we have lots of stories. Just ways we've been able to to handle going to the gym and fitness and staying on track while living in six different cities, living in and out of hotels, in and out of vehicles, traveling. What are some things we've done? Um, I think I, our life was so unpredictable. And I, <laughs> and I think that fitness and working out and having that hour um, to move was something that we could schedule and something that we could... Uh, focus on and I think that was really important to us just because we were living in our car sometimes you know living city to city and not being able to commit ourselves to a gym every single month so just pushing ourselves and and I think at the beginning of the year we both committed like we need to make sure we take care of ourselves and then you know having the wedding that yeah. really helped like want, yep so um just I guess not making excuses because even though we did have days off, like we still the next day would work out in the living room. And even though it, I, I would rather cry, you know, like it, sometimes I didn't want to work out in the living it's room. Still something. And it, again, it was at a point of like, I thought you had to have that one hour workout. Like I thought you had to be at the gym to like really push yourself. And now it's like, I do so many workouts at home, like moving for 20 minutes is so beneficial. And I think um, not overthinking it and not forcing ourselves to be there for hours is what really helped us stay on track. Yeah, it's it's doing what you can with what you have. I yes. mean, we, I think you talk about setting goals. I mean, throughout the year, for me personally, I thought to myself, I do not want to look on camera like yeah. I am not fit. Oh, yeah. And and that was one thing. But also um, for our wedding, that's something mm -hmm. preparing for. So I think if people figure out their own uh, things to prepare for or objectives like, Hey, I need to look fit because I want to prepare for this. It's yeah. just something for them to look forward to, to help them stay on yeah. track. And you're right. Don't make excuses. I mean, we, in Boston, we used to drive a 45 minute one way, yeah. 45 minute back just to go to a gym for an hour yeah, because was... we, we had to make sure we got to the gym. Right. Or when we would just, okay. I remember I would go for a 10 minute run. It's like, well, I got to do something. It's better than nothing. Yeah. So we're, we're working on, just so all of you in this success series, um, is going over different components of what we've learned to help people find success. And the reason why health and fitness is a big thing is because health and fitness, your body is your number one asset, your mind, your body, and you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else yeah. or, or do anything else. So that's why we believe that is a big component to success. And, and be able to achieve the goals you want. And this is, Samantha's gonna be actually going through all this in our success program, our six week success challenge. If any of you are interested in checking that out, you can go to successinyourcity.com forward slash six week challenge. And Samantha's gonna be providing different workouts, things to follow, accountability, 
and we're going to be in this group uh, challenging you to help you achieve your goals, whether that's in and out of the gym, if that is in relationships, which we've learned a lot about that. Prayer. <laughs> yes, uh, over our time being. Yes. Um, but before we do uh, get to the end of this show, Samantha, what would be, you've, you've inspired a lot of women, and you've worked with a lot of women in and out of the gym, whether that's in-home workouts or training or groups. What's your advice, and maybe not even for fitness, just your inspiration or, or motivation to other women out there who may be going through something right now um, and they need something to just spark their, their fire. Yeah. So I, you know, I believe in moving so much. I believe in using your past to fuel your future so much. And so if you have been um, on, if, if you have a set a goal and it has stopped or you have, completely taken it out of your life and you know that deep down that is what you want don't think of it as a failure think of it as growth and you know and use it as obstacle to overcome to move forward because I think we just when we stop things we're like we failed we failed we failed like we can't move forward but really it's a time where you can grow and you can learn things about yourself and I think that's really important in the fitness industry it is using your. I love using your past to fuel your future. Yes, always. And and that's something you've been able to do and and keep moving forward. And for all of you listening, when we release the the TV series Success in Your City, in episode four in Denver, Colorado, it is all around women empowerment and fitness. Mm -hmm. And Samantha shares more of her story and how she's been able to overcome her past and and use it to drive her forward in fitness in and out of the gym, which I'm excited for everybody to see. That yes. is. So going to be excited. one of my favorite episodes. And, well, that is all we have for this second episode of the Success Series. Samantha, if, if anybody wants to find you and reach out to you personally, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Samantha J. Rosine. And I will be putting out my website this week. So Yes, your I website will... will be coming out soon, which when that is out, where can people find well, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm new to this. I built my own website. So right now it's kind of a confusing um, domain. So I'm trying to see what we can do with that. So I don't have an It's a power of Wix. It's Wix, right? Yeah, yeah. it's Wix. But I'm, I think I can connect my old domain. Um, but I don't want to give you a website because I don't even know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, thanks for asking. <laughs> you, you, go, you go to Samantha and find her on Instagram and you can see all the details there. She's yes. always posting stuff, workouts. And again, if you want to join us in the challenge, a six-week challenge, go to successinyourcity.com forward slash six-week challenge, where we're going to help you achieve your goals in business, in fitness, in health, in relationships, and whatever your biggest goal is, we're going to help you achieve it. And also, top prize wins $1,000 cash and a trophy and bragging rights. You can't forget about yeah. that. But it's going to be a good time, and we're looking forward to working with you. And if any of you think that this is an episode that a woman out there or anybody needs to hear, please share with them. Uh, if they need something for inspiration in fitness or in health or, or anything, I really think this would be a great episode for them. And just let them know about it. You can share the episode with them. This is the success series on the Live to Grind podcast. But that's all I got. Any last words, Samantha? Yeah. Um, and, and if you guys have any questions, like please reach out to me. I love answering questions and helping people and you know setting them on a starting point to start moving or start eating healthier so 
please reach out to me. They will. Well, that's it for the show. And as always, you know what time it is. Sam's heard this probably 386 (laughs) times in her sleep. But it is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Bernice Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.